Hello and welcome to another episode of Here's the Point with Caden Kelly, a podcast where we read books, self-improvement books, finance books, relationship books, uh, some anthropology books, history books, all of these kind of things to help us understand how to live better lives, improve our lives, take accountability, responsibility, all these things, improve our health, improve our wealth, our wisdom, and our peace. That's the coin, baby. That's the coin. This, uh, this podcast is supplementary to my main podcast, Book Club with Caden Kelly. So if you uh, this, this format is about 15 minutes, and those episodes are about uh, 60 to 90 minutes. So if you like the conversation here, you can go check out the full episode, the, or the longer edition, on uh, Book Club with Caden Kelly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all available on my blog, cadenkellysblog.wordpress.com. K-A-I-D-E-N-K-E-L-L-Y-S blog.wordpress.com. I guess it's kind of hard to know how to spell Caden. There's lots of different ways, so whatever. So, uh, yeah, like on there I got I got access to the other podcasts. I got access to – there's links to my social media for the – for if you like the little TikToks or shorts that we make or if you like blog entries and want to read, you got all of it there. You can check out everything there. So if you're uh, new to this to the here's the point welcome yes we discuss how to live better lives if you're if you're a veteran and you've come here before well you know that we normally have a a book that we briefly summarize here a new book that we've read and i, exp- I we're changing things up we're mixing it up and i explain what we're ha- what's happening in book club at length but if you want to read about it there's i made an entry about the my podcast on my blog so you can read about it there. You can listen to the other episode to get more details. But what I'm going to do, maybe from now on out, or just for for several episodes coming up, I'm going to be posting clips from my from the longer episode from Book Club. We're going to keep these episodes about 15 minutes, but you're going to get just a little segment. So uh, from the other episode. So if you want more context, if you want to hear more, then you just got to go listen to the other episode, and you'll get all of the same juicy details. So uh, here's an here's the episode from January 23rd. Uh, it went live on January 23rd. I think it's going to post on the 24th. I don't know what it's titled yet. I don't know how I'm doing. I'm, you know, this is new to me. It's new to everybody. So uh, bear with me. But it it's, should be just as good as anything else. So enjoy. On page eight, he says, anyone who could adopt a healthier and more rational set of core values with greater indifference towards the things most of us worry about in life should be able to become much more emotionally resilient. And that's what my I was I was um writing in my journal this morning. I was writing about my exercise goals and um I was kind of I was kind of going back and forth on uh this idea uh, of you know church see this is what I'm saying. Like I, a quote from Winston Churchill he said uh, something like don't let perfection be the enemy of progress or or rather perfection is the enemy of progress something like that um, I was thinking about that and I was thinking about my exercise goals and because uh, because there's so many people on social media so many smart people researchers scientists who are uh, propagating, the most efficient ways to do everything. 
And of course we want to do things the right way. We want to lift weights the right way and we want to get the right amount of cardio in and we want to eat the right amount of calories. Like data totally matters. That's not the point. The point is if you don't like doing anything is better than waiting to know all of the information before you do any before you do something. Uh, so like I was right, I was thinking about my own exercise goals and um, what I value and I, I think I've I think I talked about it last week maybe I didn't but last week I talked or or la- yeah last week I canceled my yoga membership because I was again I'm like going over my values my exercise goals and exercise values health values I want to be a healthier individual and um, I was just considering through like with my worksheet part of the worksheet is like what do you want out of your life what's the reason that you want to do that you're even thinking about make like reaching this accomplishment or these goals and my health really revolves around me feeling really good when I'm 80 and Peter Atia what does he call it Steez he calls it the decathlon the um something about something about like being your health, the healthiest version of yourself when you're a hundred. Peter Atia has has coined a term for it, but I can't remember. And that's what Atia's goal is. He's a I don't if you don't know Peter Atia, he's a he's like an exercise scientist, who's one of those guys who's always explaining how to do things optimally so that you feel your best when you're a hundred. And uh, oh, the cent- centenarian decathlon. Yes, yeah. That's what he calls it. That's Peter Tia's thing. So there's, you know, there's, there's definitely like the right way to do things. But if you're, if you're like me and I want to know all the data and I want to do everything perfectly because I don't want to waste my time and I want to do it right. I don't want to have to do it again. And I want to see results. And I want to get results quick and yada, yada, yada. So some people like me freeze when that's the case. Like I, I, I still get that way. I still sometimes don't take action because I'm afraid of one. I'm afraid of starting the work and having to start over because I did it wrong. Um, and so, you know, and then I'm also afraid of like not seeing progress and, uh, and see here, here I go again, but there's an, there's a, I remember holiday quoting an author talking about the shitty first draft who coined that? Someone coined the – you got to write the shitty first draft. Every, the first draft of everything that you do is going to suck. Almost always. Almost It will almost always suck the first time. But you have to write the first draft if you want to get the second draft, if you want to get the third draft, if you want to get the fourth draft, and if you want to get the final version, the final product. You have to write the shitty first draft. And there's no getting around it. And that's why it's so important to understand your values and understand what you're willing to – like the shit that you're willing to deal with, to put up with because it's something that brings you meaning or purpose in your life. So yeah, exercise – again, I was, here I go. Back to my writing about exercise. It, I was thinking – I'm just – I'm following this kettlebell – like a, I'm loosely following a kettlebell routine for mass and I was doing a little bit of research or just looking around on like the best exercises to do for with kettlebells. But I keep but that Winston Churchill quote keeps coming up coming to mind. Uh, don't let 
perfection be the enemy of progress? And that doesn't have anything to do with this this note card that I just quoted. It has well it has a little bit to do because he at the beginning he says anyone who could adopt a healthier and more rational set of core values uh, with greater indifference towards the things most of us worry about in life. That's that's what I'm talking. I'm talking about core values and our core values. Uh, Manson talks about core values. He talks about he goes over shitty ones. He goes over great values. And most, if I remember right, Manson's standard for uh, shitty values are things that are immediate or self-serving. But good values are uh, well. There's the there's the cardinal virtues, which uh, are courage, temperance, wisdom, and justice. I think Socrates coined those. And those are the, you know, those are what, those things promote integrity. They promote long suffering and discipline to get, you know, to, to be the best version of yourself. So, um, yeah, man. And then he says, a rational set of core values with greater indifference towards the things most of us worry about in life. That's an interesting that's an interesting comment. I think that basically what he's saying is uh we care too much about we sweat the small stuff too much. And I I'm totally guilty of sweating the the small stuff. Things like that so and so didn't text me back or so and so sent me this as a response and it seemed aggressive or it seemed uninterested or up, up, they seem upset. Uh, sweating the small stuff is like so-and-so didn't uh, show up for work or I didn't get that raise or I guess that could be kind of a big deal. But um, a, a lot of those things that we sweat come from that like they come from shitty values and uh, they don't come from they don't come from a usually a healthy place. We usually sweat small stuff because we they you know, we are stressed about things that don't actually matter and what he's saying is if we could change our mindset to focus on or to have better values and to pay attention to what's most important in life and as he describes it have a greater indifference towards the indifference towards the things most of us worry about in life we should be able to become much more emotionally resilient Resilience is awesome too. That's why we do cold showers. We make our bodies physically resilient by doing cold showers voluntarily. Or if you're like Steez, you take a bath with ice cubes because that that shit's th that's as hard as it gets, man. That's as hard as it gets. We do it to make our bodies more resilient, and having better values, make and ha being indifferent to towards most things in our life makes us emotionally resilient <clears throat> all right the next card stoicism and cognitive behavioral therapy were bound to arrive at similar conclusions about what sort of psychological techniques might be helpful to people suffering from anxiety anger depression and other problems yeah there you go there's the quote how he uses stoicism and cognitive behavioral therapy to uh in, in their psych in their psychological tech you know procedures 
to help people who are suffering from anxiety, anger, depression, and other problems. Cool. That's all I got. When we take it, uh, uh, when we take Stoic philosophy and cognitive behavioral therapy on as a philosophy of life with daily practice, we have the opportunity to learn greater emotional resilience, strength of character, and moral integrity. There you go. There's another. There's another one about emotional resilience with daily practice. Yeah, what does daily practice look like for, you know, Stoic Stoic philosophy look like daily? Um, for me, you know, again, for me it looks like uh, not just like staying away from bad stuff, bad stuff being like staying up too late or compulsively eating or neglecting work responsibilities. Not just not doing those things but being aware of why I want to do those things. And then, like, letting those feelings stir inside of me and understand them better. It's not just about, yeah, like, like over the weekend, I played a, I played an unhealthy amount of video games, probably by most people's standards, and I had a really good time. And I'm, pr- I'm definitely gonna do it again at some point in my life, and just because vi- uh, video games are they're fun to me, and I enjoy the time talking shit with my friends. Um, but, uh, if I'm not aware of why I'm doing those, you know, why I want to play video games, I'll do it mindlessly. And if I do, if anybody, if any of us do anything mindlessly, can, it can, it can definitely get away from us. Uh, remember Sadhguru and, and just because of his accent is probably why I remember this so, so often, but Sadhguru from Karma, the, what was the book? Karma, yeah, just called karma. Sadhguru said something about you know being having awareness is the most important thing we can all do, and that's I wrote about that in my blog recently. I wrote about I wrote about it in my self improvement worksheet. You've got to first you got to be aware of what's going on, why you do the things that you want. Then you have to accept the way that things are, the things that you're doing or the, the like the place you are in your life. If you want to make any improvements, you have to be you have to first be aware of what's happening and what you're doing and then you have to accept them before you can make any changes. Uh, you can't you can't change something that you're not familiar or not even familiar but you can't change anything you're not aware of. You can't, you know, if if you if you are a smoker and you aren't aware that smoking is bad for you, and even further, if you're not aware that you value your health and you want to be healthy when you're 80 and you don't want to deal with the complications of smoking, if you're not even aware that that's part of your core values, you're going to continue to smoke and you're going to continue to cause damage to your body that's going to bring your quality of life down, not because of the consequences of smoking, but because you went in direct opposition to your core values. Mm-hmm.